0: Welcome back in, everyone, to the Lucky Shots Podcast. It is Ricky Larson back here with you once again. Today is the wide receiver show. We are going to be ranking wide receivers, kind of uh, where you should possibly take them, uh, and you know who's going to be valuable later on in the draft uh, that can really round out your squad and give you some depth, uh, especially because wide receiver is is such a deep position uh, over the past few years. So without further ado, let's hop right into that. We will pop this down, pop this up, get a little uh, behind the scenes action, and let's hop into it. So for the elite area, uh, there's really no question about who who the top wide receivers are. You've got Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, And Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, if I can find him, there he is, the newest Raider. And, you know, I think that's where we will put the cutoff of the elite wide receivers. Um, Let me make sure I'm not really missing anyone. No, I don't think so. I think that is where we will have the cutoff for elite. For those of you wondering why Tyreek Hill wouldn't be an elite, he's playing with Tua Tagovailoa now, so he has to drop out of that elite category. I think these five right here are your top options. Um, And order I would go is Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Debo because he also doubles as a running back, uh, and then Devontae Adams. Uh, Devonte Adams, I don't think his production is going to dip as much as people might think. Uh, you know, he's going to play it with his old college quarterback, Derek Carr. Yes, Darren Waller is there. Hunter Renfro has been a uh, target machine, but Devontae Adams is a guy that walks in and demands the football. So I think you can count on his production still being top tier uh, for this season. We already touched on Debo that, you know, he doubles as a running back. He's just all over the field getting points every which way he can. So obviously he's up here. Jamar Chase, I mean, you can argue he had a better rookie season than uh, Justin Jefferson. The current uh, records that Justin Jefferson holds – Jamar Chase probably could break this year uh, if he has another year like last year or even gets better, you know, because if you look at Justin Jefferson, he had a really good rookie year, got even better last year. You got to assume he's going to be even better this year. So if Justin Jefferson had a great rookie year and is continually getting better, I think Jamar Chase at 22 years old is going to do the same, possibly outperform Justin Jefferson as well. And then Cooper Cup of Coffee, I mean, you, the Triple Crown winner last year. An unreal season. Uh, and that was just his first year with Matt Stafford. So I can only imagine what year two with Matt Stafford is going to look like. So he's up there as well. Now let's hop into wide receiver one. This, this could be a pretty littered... Uh, wide receiver one category we will throw Tyreek Hill there I don't think just because he's with Tua that he drops any further than you know the top 10 I I think he still stays in the top 10 he is still Tyreek Hill but he is a huge question mark because of the quarterback he now plays with so how how are the Dolphins going to work him into the scheme how are they going to scheme things up for him It's yet to be seen, but it is still the speed demon of Tyree Kill, so you you can't drop him too much. Uh, C.D. Lamb becomes the number one wide receiver in uh, Dallas with not a whole lot of competition to threaten him having, say, 130 targets this year. Uh, It's probably going to be a pretty pass-heavy offense, and I think he's the main benefactor of that. Uh, We will throw Mike Evans up there as well. He's got Tom Brady who could support at least two top 10 wide receivers, and there's a very high possibility I think he could if Chris Godwin is healthy throughout the year. Mike Evans is a touchdown machine, so uh, unless it drastically regresses this year, I think he stays up in that wide receiver one area. Uh, let's see. Uh, because of who his quarterback is, I think Keenan Allen stays in the wide receiver one conversation as well. I think the Chargers are going to be even more pass-heavy than they were last year. They're playing in a very tough AFC West now, so it's there's going to be a lot of shootout games, uh, I'm assuming. So I think Keenan Allen, he is the top guy there. He's going to continue to get what he's been getting for the past couple of years. Stephon Diggs is going to go up there as well as the number one receiver for Buffalo, who throws the ball an insane amount because their only running game is Josh Allen. Uh, The main benefactor of that is Mr. Diggs himself. All right, let's take a look at the rest of the guys here. Oh, man, there are so many wide receivers here. Uh, I think Michael Pittman puts himself into the wide receiver one category with Matt Ryan coming in. Uh, Pittman had a pretty good year last year with Carson Wentz. And if you don't think that Matt Ryan is an upgrade from Carson Wentz, you're definitely wrong. Uh, so I think Michael Pittman takes a pretty big jump this year and gets himself into that wide receiver one uh, conversation. And I think he has a pretty successful year this year. Um, let's see. Deontay Johnson, just how he demands targets. I mean, you could count on the guy getting at least nine catches a game last year. Uh I think he continues to do that with either Marcus Mariota or not Marcus Mariota, Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Uh, He is the obvious top target guy there. Uh, You could argue that Chase Claypool probably could be more valuable because he's bigger, has a chance for more touchdowns. Uh, But Deontay Johnson, if you can count on nine catches a game and then you're in a PPR league, that's nine points just from receiving like just from catching the football that doesn't take into account the yardage touchdowns. If he gets it, if he possibly runs the football. So uh, definitely think Deontay Johnson stays in the wide receiver one conversation. Uh, Let's see. Brandon cooks. uh, He's the only option for uh, Davis mills on the Texans. Uh, And The Texans probably going to be playing from behind. Uh, I watched something the other day that said the Texans are pretty much going to start two touchdowns behind. So they're going to be throwing the ball an insane amount. And Brandon cooks, he's a guy that could slip down into like the fourth round. And he's got the same kind of capabilities as Deontay Johnson or anybody else who gets a lot of targets. Uh, The touchdowns, is the only thing you might have to worry about because who knows how many touchdowns uh, the Texans are going to score. But I think he makes up for it in the amount of catches he gets and the yardage he accrues from that. Another wide receiver, one. I think Terry McLaurin can go ahead and stay there. Um, you know, Michael Pittman had a really good year. With Carson Wentz. Terry McLaurin has just been a staple of a wide receiver one, and I I would venture to say that Carson Wentz is an upgrade from Taylor Heineke, so I think Terry McLaurin continues to play the way that he plays, and I, I think you can still be confident he's going to be your wide receiver one. Now we get into... The question that's been going through my head as a Broncos fan and fantasy manager this year, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, who becomes the one with Russell Wilson? Because I think whoever becomes the top receiver for Russell Wilson will then inherent, inherit a wide receiver one role on your fantasy team. Uh, You know, I think we have to go with Cortland Sutton. He's bigger and gives more of the DK Metcalf vibes. And DK Metcalf was better than Tyler Lockett with Russell Wilson. So I think we have to put Cortland Sutton above Jerry Judy, Uh, even though Jerry Judy is a younger, more athletic version of Tyler Lockett. And that, that could be very good for his fantasy stock with Russell Wilson. Uh, Any other guys I would put into the wide receiver one room? Would it be crazy to put Chris Godwin up there? I think if Chris Godwin is healthy, he can sit right up here with Mike Evans. And like I said, Tom Brady throwing 5,000 yards a season can easily hold two, Uh, wide receiver ones for your squad so uh, i think both those guys can definitely be uh drafted as your top wide receiver this year just keep an eye on chris godwin because of his injury uh to his knee from last year he should be fine all reports are saying he probably is going to be playing uh to start the season but just in case keep keep that in mind um uh I really don't want to put AJ Brown into the wide receiver 1 category just because he's playing with Jalen Hurts and it's not a super pass heavy offense but the guy is a stud and if he gets his targets he's he's going to be a wide receiver 1. So we'll go ahead and put him up there. And then the other guy <clears throat> is going to be Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas <laughs> Uh don't let the sour taste in your mouth hold you back from Michael Thomas. He does have to stay healthy, but I think with a healthy Jameis Winston as well in an offense that's going to be throwing the ball a lot, uh, you know, I think he's a very good option. And yeah, it's been a little while since we've seen Michael Thomas as a wide receiver one, but I think he can uh, hold that again this year with Jameis Winston and staying healthy. So I, I would put him in as a wide receiver one as well. Uh, I think that's the, all the ones I am comfortable putting into wide receiver one. I mean, we could put Deandre Hopkins there, but he de- he now has to compete with Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz. Uh, so I I think we're gonna we're gonna hold off. We're gonna put D Hop into your wide receiver two room. He's one that could easily be a wide receiver one, but with the additions uh, that the Cardinals have made this year, on top of DeAndre Hopkins being suspended for six games. I think that's enough to just pull him down into the wide receiver two room. Uh, And we're going to go ahead and put Hollywood Brown there as well. Uh, You know He's got a great chance at the beginning of the season, six games without DeAndre Hopkins, to be the top receiving option for Kyler Murray. And that could be a really good first six weeks for you if you have Hollywood Brown. And if you get another wide receiver and pick up Brown as your number two, that's a, that's a lot of production out of a wide receiver, too, that you could have. Mike Williams we're going to put in there as well. He had a really good start to the season, a really good end to the season, but a huge lull in the middle of the year. Uh, I think he continues to build off of the momentum. And again, like with Keenan Allen, if they're playing in a lot of games where they're it's a shootout, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Mike Williams has that opportunity to possibly even overtake Keenan Allen uh, like he did for a majority of last season. Uh, just really hope that that midseason lull is not there. We're going to put him on. Ross St. Brown in there. Uh, was in the top five for wide receivers over the last like six weeks last year. Uh, he's an absolute stud, Hopefully the Lions can continue to build on that with him and not just go away from it uh, because he's a guy that I am excited about. We're going to throw T. Higgins and Robert Woods in here as well. Uh, T. Higgins, as great of a year as Jamar Chase had, T. Higgins still had a great year. So uh, I think the Bengals have really turned to being pass-heavy, and I think that... uh you know, if you have T. Higgins on your squad, he's—I don't think he's going to outperform Jamar Chase, but I think he can easily perform with any of the guys in wide receiver one or wide receiver two. I only put him in wide receiver two because of the elite uh, Jamar Chase being on the team as well. Uh, we will put Chase Claypool here again. I kind of alluded to him and Deontay Johnson earlier. Don't really know the quarterback situation. He is a heck of a talent, but how is he going to be utilized? And is he going to get the touchdowns to compensate for the amount of targets that I think Deontay Johnson gets? That's why there's the discrepancy. Uh, and not many teams can, you know, uh, hold two wide receiver ones like the Buccaneers. So. I I don't think they can both give you wide receiver one production. And I think Chase Claypool comes on the lower part of that ladder. Uh, Gabe Davis. We will put Gabe Davis here. Uh, You saw his postseason last year. Uh, No Cole Beasley now. No Emmanuel Sanders. It is Stephon Diggs and himself. So, again, a pass-heavy offense. I think he can... Give you great production at that wide receiver two position. Uh, Allen Robinson, the newest addition to the Rams. Now they don't have Robert Woods. Robert Woods went to Tennessee, so he takes over kind of that Robert Woods uh, role. And it's again a pass-heavy offense. So uh, don't don't uh, be too sour on Allen Robinson from. You know, his time in Chicago. It was a very adverse time in Chicago. I think him being in LA with Matt Stafford, Sean McVay, and that pass heavy offense, I think that Allen Robinson can suffice as a wide receiver, too. Uh, Let's see. We're going to throw Jerry Judy there. Already alluded to the discrepancy between him and Cortland Sutton. So we will hold him in the wide receiver two area. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I would like to put Amari Cooper there, but again, without uh, Baker Mayfield for 11 weeks, that hurts Amari Cooper. So uh, we'll go ahead and put Amari Cooper in the flex to start. Um, Let's see. Other wide receiver twos. Just because it's DK, the quarterback situation is... Kind of hairy, but it is DK Metcalf. I think he will command the attention of either quarterback or any quarterback that he plays with Uh, because of that size, the speed, everything. I think he, you know, last year he was close to being in that elite status with Russell Wilson, but he has to drop with the uncertainty and not high-level quarterbacks that he has to play with this year. All right. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of guys on here. So uh, Tyler Lockett will put into the flex area. He's talented, but there's a possibility he could just be completely irrelevant this year because of that quarterback situation. Uh, Christian Kirk, uh, you know, he's gonna be the top guy for. Um, Jacksonville or at least should be based on the amount of money that he was given Uh, the only problem is what's Jacksonville going to look like what's Trevor Lawrence going to look like because if it's anything like last year it wasn't super impressive so got to keep that in mind Uh, so we have Garrett Wilson here and we have Chris Olave Or is this Chris Olave? This is Garrett Wilson. As an Ohio State fan, I'm very uh, upset with myself. I think this is Garrett Wilson, and that is Chris Olave. Uh, But both guys, rookies, coming out of Ohio State, and both going to teams where it's questionable what – what it's going to look like there for both of them. Uh, sorry, I am... Yeah, okay. Are there, there's Chris Olave. That's Garrett Wilson. I'm not sure who that is. Is that Jameson Williams? Yeah. Anyway, so... Garrett Wilson went to the Jets. They also have Elijah Moore. I think both those guys you have to put into the flex area. Both of them, one of one or the other could go into the wide receiver two area, but we don't know how the Jets are going to look, and we are going to keep our expectations realistic for that. Along with uh, Chris Olave, he went to the Saints think the Saints could be very pass-heavy this year. That could be good for him. But you had guys like Jarvis Landry also added, uh, Michael Thomas being back, Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. It, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot for multiple people to you know, really suffice for being in your wide receiver one or two area. We're going to put Jarvis Landry on the bench uh, because – I just don't think he is as talented as, uh, Olave Thomas. He could be a wide receiver three, but that's not good enough to take him and really, you know, trust in him being on your team, but you never know what could happen there. Here we go. DJ Moore easily can be a two, uh, Gets a lot of volume. Baker Mayfield is projected, I think, to be the starter, but there's a lot of uncertainty at quarterback there. D.J. Moore is a guy that, if he gets the right production, can be a wide receiver one. The only problem is touchdowns don't normally come for him, and if Christian McCaffrey is back, that cuts into the receptions and targets as well. So uh, D.J. Moore is a guy who could be wide receiver one. But I am more comfortable him being at wide receiver 2. Drake London. We're going to put him in the flex area as well. I believe he'll be wide receiver 1 for the Falcons, but he has an injury going on right now. We don't know how it's going to look with Marcus Mariota, so we're going to keep our expectations kind of low, and hopefully he outperforms that. Uh, Adam Thielen we're going to put into the bench area, or not the bench, the flex area. Uh, He could be a wide receiver too, but it is all touchdown dependent. Without touchdowns, Adam Thielen is irrelevant for fantasy football. So we're going to put him in the flex. Hopefully, if you do draft him, he does score touchdowns, but that's really the only value you can come up with right there. Um. Christian Watson we're going to put down there as well, just because, and we're going to put Alan Lazard there. You don't know what the receiver room is going to look like for uh, Green Bay. You don't know who is going to be the favorite target for Aaron Rodgers. So I'm just keeping both of them down there. We'll put Darnell Mooney into the wide receiver too. Uh, He obviously is talented, was the... uh, favorite target for Justin Fields last year. So we're going to have to wait and see how that really correlates, but I, I think he's got a chance to be a wide receiver too. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I think he's a wide receiver too. He can come up with that, but we're going to put him in the flex area because I don't know how pass-heavy this offense is going to be with uh, Trey Lance at quarterback. So where does Ayuk fit into this offense? What does this offense even look like right now? Not entirely sure. Can't be as sure as we can with Debo. Uh, So we're going to keep him in the flex area. Uh, Same with Devontae Smith. He was pretty good last year, but now they brought in A.J. Brown. It's an offense that isn't pass-heavy. You're going to have to see what it looks like. Hunter Renfro, I think I'm okay putting him at a wide receiver two area. Even with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, I think Hunter Renfro, who with Darren Waller still got a bunch of targets. Uh, This offense is going to have to throw the football more, in my opinion, uh, is Josh McDaniels going to conform to that? I don't know. But I think Hunter Renfro, if they do turn pass heavy, is still relevant. Uh, you know, can he be a wide receiver too? Possibly. More li- more than likely a flex, but I'm hopeful. I like Hunter Renfro, so I'm going to put him in wide receiver too. Uh, Jacoby Myers. Could be the top receiver for Mac Jones, but I don't trust. I don't. I don't trust that offense passing the ball yet. So we're going to put him down into the flex area. Same with Jalen Waddle. He's a great receiver. Had a great season, but now you bring in Tyree Kill. You still have Mike Gesicki. You have a bunch of running backs that could cut into uh, targets as well. So. I think Jalen Waddell still has the opportunity to have a great season. Does it happen, though? Or is it just kind of mediocre, good enough to be in your flex spot for most of the year? I think that's more of where it's at. Juju Smith-Schuster with the Chiefs? Maybe, maybe not. Same with McCole Hardman. I I don't know who takes over the receiver role. Uh, and... I believe this is Skymore. I have no idea who this is, to be honest. Forgive me for not knowing who all of these rookies are, uh, but I honestly don't know who this is. We're just going to keep them off the board. Uh, I know this is Tra- Traylon Burks, who we're going to put in the flex. Nah, we're going to put him on the bench because I don't know what his role looks like with Robert Woods probably being the one and it being a run heavy team Uh, we're going to put Rashad Bateman into the flex I know I just talked about how Traylon Burks run heavy team don't know how that's going to look Rashad Bateman though he's going to have to take over the Hollywood Brown absence so I feel like he has the opportunity to really perform well but it is a run-heavy team. The Ravens are. Mark Andrews is the number one catcher on that team. So we're uh, going to have to wait and see how that looks. Robbie Anderson we're going to put on the bench. Rondell Moore has an opportunity to be something great, but we're going to put him on the bench. Michael Gallup. Honestly, I think you could put Michael Gallup into the wide receiver two room. You know, We did it with Hunter Renfro, so we're going to do it with Michael Gallup. I think Michael Gallup has a better opportunity than Hunter Renfro to be a wide receiver, too, for your team. Uh, Dak likes him. He was a pretty big part of the offense last year. Now that Amari Cooper's gone, the target's got to go somewhere, and I think Michael Gallup gets a portion of those. Uh, Kadarius Toney we're going to put in the flex because he is very talented, just don't know uh, you don't know what the Giants offense is gonna look like. I would consider Kadarius Tony to be the best receiver on the team, but I don't know what that means with the Giants. So have to wait and see how that looks. I believe this is Jameson Williams uh, for Detroit. We're gonna put him on the bench because again, it's Detroit. There's already a couple of receiving options there. Uh, you know they're gonna have to throw a lot, but I, I don't know where all of that goes. Uh, so that's gonna be it. Sorry to whoever you are, sir. I doubt you're watching, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, he is a rookie, so maybe. Uh, but this is what uh, my my rankings for wide receiver look like. You got the obvious top five up here. You have other guys in the wide receiver one room that could jump up and be elite receivers this year, Uh, especially one of these two guys. Uh, But these are definite uh, receivers that you could expect to see go in the first round. Again, if you watch the running back video, if you're in that first half of the draft, I think you should go uh, running back. But these these guys up here, there's a possibility if you want to get crazy, you could take one of them in that top half. But in the back half of the uh, first round, those are definitely viable options, especially if you're at the end of the round and get to be at the beginning of the uh, second round on that turn. These are definitely guys to look out for. Uh, but that is it for the wide receiver show today, the final uh, tier list ranking show will be the tight ends, uh, so take or keep a lookout for that, and don't forget to tune in to the uh, preview for the divisional previews. Uh, those will be up as well, so take a look at those, and remember when the season starts that we will be streaming on Twitch uh, probably Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday mornings, and stop by. Tune in for that. Uh, you know, get get a conversation going. See what you guys think about things. And then, if you don't catch it there, you can also watch it on YouTube. And I have been forgetting to say that if you don't like watching any of it, uh, you can go ahead and listen wherever you listen to podcasts at. Uh, they will be there as well. But you are encouraged to watch. There's a lot of visuals going on, so tune in for tune in for the show and watch it but that is it for today we'll see you guys next time thanks for watching